this, the horror podcast for queers with beers. My name is Ashton, but you can call me Silky. And this is my friend. Hi, I'm Nat, your pacifist clown from terrestrial Earth. I Yay! got it right that time. <laughs> we just did a take where she, she fucked it up and it was really I good. I fucked it up really bad. But then I, I realized that I didn't have my headphones plugged in, so we couldn't use that take anyways. Um... So today we're reviewing Killer Clowns in Outer Space, which is, it's From a good movie. From Outer Space. From Outer Space. Fuck. This movie doesn't take place in you Outer Space. You gotta start over again. Yeah. <laughs> this movie Damn is it. not, this movie is not Jason X. But yeah, so, Nat, you, you brought in this movie for your solo review, um, because you fucking love clowns. I do love clowns. You do. You love clowns so much that you cured Audrey of her fear of clowns just by your I don't know how I did that, but I did. I think it was just that eventually she stopped associating clowns with being scary and started associating them with you, which is really sweet when you think about it. Yeah. Unless Um, I become an absolute clown menace. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Um, So, yeah, this movie fucking rocks. This is a good movie. You would not expect it from a, a movie called Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but it's it's pretty yeah. well made. It's like like it is a, like a cheesy B movie horror. Um, I I think it's like probably the most well known B movie horror. I mean, I guess some of like the really old horrors, like The Blob and stuff, can be considered B movie. But like, like I don't know. One of the better-known B-movie horrors that, like, became more well-known. But, yeah, it it was one of those things where, like, you might think that it might be, like, so bad it's good. Like, no, it's, like, it's legitimately good. It's cheesy, but it's, It's, like, good. It's cheesy and it doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh Uh-huh, it has exactly the right tone. Yeah. And, like just it's it is a gorgeous movie honestly like the set design is incredible no that is, that's one thing i had in my notes was that i bet the people who did like set design and costuming and everything prop making for this they yeah. must have had so much fun yeah oh it, like the sets are incredible the the clowns looked way better than i expected them to like i mean i'd seen the clowns before but, like, seeing them in motion, like, their faces move in a way yeah. that doesn't look, like, stiff or bad. Like, I was really impressed for, like, a B- like an 80s B-movie horror. Like, fucking some good-ass clowns. Good, good, bad clowns. Yeah. Um, bad clowns from outer space. <laughs> they were good, bad clowns. What else do you want me to say? That's it. That's um, the end of the podcast. Good night, everybody. That's it. Yeah, that we don't need to say anything else. They're good clowns, Brent. Um, also, uh, I I need to give credit where credit is due. Um, the soundtrack of this movie is fucking incredible also. Um, and it was done by John Masari, who... I bring up because uh, the Dead Meat podcast has an episode where they interviewed him, and the theme for this movie, it's so good. Like, oh no, it slaps. Yeah, it's that like, was that was my second note. 
Yeah, that was that was my first note. Was creepy music turns into banging circus rock, which is a genre that I want. I would listen to. Yeah, I well, I know you would. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. Do you want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, like I said, my first note was about the the music, which is great. Um, and then my second note is Big Top Burger, baby! My first note is that really do be Big Top Burger. <laughs> because I completely forgot that the burger place is actually called Big Top Burger. And when I was looking at your notes, I was like, huh, yeah, I guess there is a burger place in it and clowns. It's fucking where the kids reference. But no, it is literally called Big Top Burger. Yeah. So in case you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's a really good animated series on YouTube by Where the Kids called um, Big Top Burger, which is about um, a clown-themed food truck that is called Big Top Burger. Um, And I found out online that apparently this reference was completely unintentional. Um, They didn't know that it was called, that there's a, yeah, that there's a a place called Big Top Burger in this movie. But, uh... Yeah, he was very excited when he was told, so. Now that I think about it, I think it's kind of ironic that the killer clowns happen to land in a town with a circus-themed restaurant. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of convenient for them. Yeah. Um, and also the clown ice cream truck. Oh, yeah, the clown ice cream truck. And there's an amusement park going on that they can just, like, easily blend into. Yeah. A lot of convenient stuff for the clowns in this this town, um, which I believe is called Crescent Cove. It's the name of the town. Um, there's a real jackass cop who's going around in his little, his little buggy or whatever. Um, his he name does is say Mooney. fuck. Yeah, he does say fuck. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mooney, he sucks a lot. We'll talk more about how much he sucks later. Um, then we, we go to, uh, Make Out Point, which is called the, the top of the world in this movie. Um, and we see a bunch of kids, they're drinking in cars, uh, when all of a sudden a clown ice cream truck drives in, and you think, oh no, what's gonna happen? Oh shit! (laughs) But actually it's okay, it's just some more jackass kids. Um, I do have one note, I think it, I, I... I'm terrible with names. Her name was Debbie, right? Yes, Debbie is the the girl in this movie. Yeah, I didn't have her name down, but I have written down that girl is just holding a martini glass of water. (laughs) And they're supposed to be drinking champagne. Yeah. But she's holding a martini glass, and it is really obviously water. Good, good. I'm I'm glad, I'm glad they they took care of these kids on set. (laughs) And I don't also, know how later, they actually later, were, but when they see the, the when they see the the quote unquote shooting star, then the guy's like, "Well, what about our, our champagne?" She's like, "We can just take it with us." And then they drive to go to go see it, as if they would need to leave the champagne behind in order to drive the car. Yeah, I I wrote for that scene. I just wrote drunk driving question marks because they had been <laughs> drinking beforehand, and I was really concerned. It's um, fine. It was martini glass of water. Okay. Good to know. But yeah, so this clown ice cream truck drives in, um, but it's, it's just, uh, uh, fuck, what are the names? Rich and Paul. It's just Rich and Paul. Fucking Terenzi brothers. Um, they're just trying to sh- sell ice cream to all of these makeout kids, which is the worst idea. Like. Yeah. 
and obviously everybody throws a bunch of like beer cans at them. Yeah. Um and they get back into their their truck. Um and I was there's a moment where they're like, "Why don't we just like park here for a while, you know?" Where I was like, "Are are they gay?" This is before that they say that they're, they're brothers. brothers. Yeah, it's before oh, yeah. they say they're brothers. And then two girls walk out of the back of the ice cream truck and I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay. I see what's going on." Um but yeah, these these two girls they've been driving around have a pretty uh, sweet deal, which is basically just that they're getting driven around in the ice cream truck and getting a bunch of free ice cream. Sweet deal. Yeah, it's it, ice cream. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's ice cream. Um, just for for making these two think that they might make out with them, but they're obviously not going to. Yeah, I I would pull this same shenanigan. It's a very good. <laughs> It's a it, good grift. Yeah, it's a good grift. Um, so, yeah. We uh, we meet Mike and Deb, who um, are two of the, the make-out kids in the back of one of these trucks. Um, and apparently Mike is friends with um, the Rich and Paul, the ice cream bros. Um, and and they're, also, they're, like, they're making out on, I think, an inflatable raft in the back of their yeah. car with the trunk open. Yeah, they are. Like, that just seems like a bunch of layers. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a setup. Um, so, yeah. I, like, I'm sorry I keep coming back to this, but now that I think about it, who brings champagne and glassware to a makeout point when you're teens? I mean, they... The, this, he, Mike treats his girl right. This is a real fancy date night, you know? That's what On I On the think. inflatable raft in the back of their car? Yeah! I mean, for, for 80s kids, yeah, that's probably pretty swanky. Um, so, yeah, they, they're talking for a little bit about how those are, like, his bros or whatever, and then, like, this giant-ass meteor comes by, like, the biggest fucking meteor you've ever seen. It takes up, like, half of the sky. And but so, surprise, it's not a meteor. Well, yeah. Uh, and uh, Deb is like, oh my gosh, we gotta go see it. We gotta go see the shooting star. Like, bitch, that's not a shooting star. That that was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. There's just like a good long amount of time of her being like, I want to go see it. And him being like, no, I, I don't think we should go see it. And then they do go see it, and she's like, wow, I think we should probably leave. And he's like, no, I think we should go see it. And, like, those individual conversations go on for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, there's a, a farmer who also sees the, the meteor go by, um, and it lands, like, right near his his house. So he's like, oh, hot dog, I'm gonna go make myself rich. Come on, doggy. Um, his name... Uh, Ash? Ashton? Yeah, the dog's name is Pooh Bear. Yes, Get I it know. right. I did, I did make a note of that because I was very excited that the dog's name was Pooh Bear. I love Winnie the Pooh. I uh, love Pooh Bear as a I, name for a dog. Very, it's a very good dog, too. It's a very cute dog. He looks like his name would be Pooh Bear. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the farmer goes to follow the meteor and he finds this giant-ass circus tent. Just in the middle of the woods now. Never a good thing to have. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but 
Yeah. Not in the middle of the woods. I was trying to think of a reason why it would be acceptable for there to be a giant circus tent in the middle of the woods. I couldn't think of one. Yeah. So, um, he he's walking- Oh, and his first reaction is literally, wow, I love the circus. Let's go see if we can get some free tickets. Yeah, so he's walking around, like, the perimeter of this tent, trying to find the entrance, and while he does so, there's a really good shot where, like, there's a clown shadow where his shadow should be, like, following him. Um, and then, like, a, a, a hole opens up in the side, and these clown arms come out with a big net, and they scoop up the dog. The dog got clowned. I know, and I cried. Um... I mean, we technically don't know what happened to Pooh Bear. Technically, we don't. Because all that happens is that uh, the farmer finds his his little, like, bandana that the dog keeps around his neck, and he just fucking loses it. Like, mm. just immediately. He's so angry. Like He is out for blood. I'm imagining this this man throwing this kind of fit in, like, a retail store. Like, yeah. And he starts talking about how he's going to tear the tent down with his bare hands. Um, and then he grabs onto, like, one of the, the metal poles that, like, keeps it up and immediately gets electrocuted. And then the clown comes out with a gun. <laughs> yeah, the clown comes out with a gun. Um, it, it, it is, like, like a little, like... Funny looking. No, don't describe. Don't don't describe what it looks like. I want the people listening to this who haven't seen the movie just imagine a clown with like a regular gun, just with a regular gun, like the killer clowns from outer space, but the guns are from Earth. But the guns, the guns are just realistic guns. Um, yeah. So, um, and I wrote he gets lasered to death. Um. What what actually happens is that he gets caught and candied to death, um, which is how most people in this movie die. Yeah. Um. So, they have these these guns where they shoot people with them, and they turn into like big cotton candy cocoons. Which I mean, if you had to go, if you had to pick a way to go, be- no, I would not pick that. I'm just saying, at least. In death, I could be something that I loved, which is cotton candy. We also, do, I don't think they ever said that the death was instantaneous either. That's very true, and it looks like people are just like fucking like dissolving in there, basically. <laughs> the amount of people melting in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of like people melting in this movie. Most of it is like, well, you never really see anybody totally melt. Like it's it's never like super graphic. It's basically just like implied. Um, but yeah, yeah. That sounds like an AO3 tag, implied melting. Implied melting. Um, so, um, then we cut back to, we cut to the police station where, um, some, like, grunge-looking dudes are getting taken into the station for, uh, drinking in the park. Um, and I think, they were just having a nice date, like, What's your guys' problem, you know? They're just guys being dudes. Yeah. Um, but they're being brought in by, uh, Dave, who's supposed to be, like, the good cop in this movie, which I didn't like Dave at first, but by the end of the movie, I was like, okay, Dave, you're cool. You're cool. Um. He was fine. I didn't love him. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't really like any of the characters. I- there is one character in this movie who 
I like and I will I will explain at a certain point why Is I Is it the small clown? Well, no, Shorty's great. I do but no, like one of the human So you char- did learn their names. I know a couple of their names. Um but no, there's one of the human characters who I think is the best, and I will explain why I think they're the best when we we get to a certain point. Um, so, well, and also I love these two grunge dudes. They're also fucking great. They're in love, and they're dating, and you can't change my mind. Um, I mean, they're only, they only have, like, two minutes of screen time, so if that's your headcanon, I'll yeah, go with it. It is. Um, so yeah, uh, Dave takes him on in, and Mooney is, like, a total dick to them. Mooney's the worst. Um. Meanwhile, we go back to Mike and Deb, who find the circus tent. And like you said, Deb's immediately like, this doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a reasonable reaction to have. And then he just really wants to go check it out. Yeah, he's just, he's really obsessed with this circus tent. So he finds the entrance. I don't know what prompted this, but I have written in my notes, this dude was a theater kid and probably has a dark humor Twitter. I can see it, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's... There's a part in there where he's, like, describing people who could be in the circus, and he says, Miss- That was yeah, it. Miss 50-50, the perfect double date, who's, like, half man, half woman. And I was like- the Weird bulimia joke in there at oh, one Oh, yeah. Point. I- but I at least was like, yeah, I mean, that is kind of transphobic, but at the same time, I do like how you're saying a non-binary person is the perfect double date. Or, well, I guess an intersex person. Could be both, I, I guess. I mean, to be- he also does- this really weird racist Native American caricature voice at the beginning before they go in. Oh, I didn't even. I might have just blocked that out of my memory entirely. No, like he jumps up on the car and starts doing that whole spiel, and oh, I was like, oh, okay. "Come on, okay." That that's what that was. I just remembered him jumping on the car and doing something weird, and I was like, "I was like, come on, I don't, I don't need this. I don't, I don't need to see this in my movie about murder clowns." Yeah. Um. He also says that the place looks like it was decorated by Clowns R Us. Yeah! It's a circus! Yeah. Um, so they get to a part of, uh, the, 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 the tent, the funhouse area that has, uh, three futuristic doors. And, uh, there's little buttons near them that make little clown noises when you press on them, which is great. Apparently, um, apparently... In Halloween Horror Nights, because the, the, they did a, yeah. a Halloween Horror Nights Killer Clowns thing, apparently they had those, and you could press them and they would make noises. Oh, that's so good. I really would have liked to see the Halloween Horror Nights Killer Clowns. Yeah. I, I just know that they had the, um, the, the part that's like, another door, another door, another door! They had that part in there. Um... <laughs> So, um, there's one door that, like, sucks them in, and it takes them to this room with, like, a giant, like, plasma ball in there. Um, very, like, spacey, space sci-fi-y, which, you know- Outer space. Yeah. Which immediately tells you that this is not a normal circus. I mean, if the everything before didn't. And literally, Mike is like, I don't think this is a normal circus. Yeah, um, but, like- 
Deb immediately figures out, like, we are in the shooting star from earlier, which she's correct about, um, which, okay, I'll, I'll talk about it now. Deb is the character in this movie who I really like, because- I had a feeling. Yeah, because I think she does not give enough credit for, like, how much she actually does in this movie that's really effective. Uh, first of all, like, right here, she is the first person to figure out what's going on. She knows immediately. Mike spends most of the movie trying to convince people, like, no, this killer clown thing, like, this is, this is real. But in this moment, Deb is having to convince him, because he doesn't believe it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wish that she didn't get, because there's, like, a couple of different points in which she basically just gets, like, taken out of the movie, but the, in the moments where she gets to participate, she actually has, like, more agency than you would expect, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but, uh, then they go through another door, and it takes them into the cocoon room. And then, like, for a little bit, Mike kind of switches back to thinking it's a regular circus. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, this must be where they make cotton candy. And Deb's like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) This is, like, how do you think cotton candy is made, Mike? How do you, do you think it's, it's like hung upside down and they like grow it it's they're not stored like on meat hooks yeah. like what does he think is going on um there's also like and this this room is also like beautifully designed there's like a popcorn machine in one area um with a bunch of like levers and buttons nearby it so it's like a popcorn computer i guess <laughs> um and uh mike touches one of the the, the things, I think it's Mike, um, and they, they find out that there's, there's people. There's people inside of the cotton candy. Yeah. It's, it, and it's not good. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's real bad. Um, cause like I said, like, if you, when they, like, pull it back, they see a person's face that's, like, entirely red. And, like, slimy. Yeah. Like, you can tell that these people are, like, dissolving in there. It's... It, it's not a fun thing to think about. Yeah, so, um, there's a, a clown comes on in, and they hide behind the, like, big cotton candy cocoons, um, and while they're doing that, Mike recognizes the face of another dude in there, who we never, we never get explained who this is, but he mentions yeah. his name, like, five more times. It's like, that was Joe Lombardi! It's like, Mike, who is Joe? Can you please- I thought- See, at first, I thought it was the old man, yeah. but later they're at the places, and he's like, it was Joe Lombardi, and there was some weird old man there, too. Yeah. Like, why couldn't it just be the old man? Yeah, why couldn't he have just known who the old man is? Apparently, the, the farmer's name is Gene Green. Um, so, yeah, so they, uh, they exit, pursued by Clown- um, and while they are escaping, the, the clown points another gun at them. This one's a different gun. Um, and this gun shoots popcorn, which sticks to their clothes. Also, um, in the popcorn shooting scene, one thing I think is funny is in the, in the shot where he does actually do, like, the blast of popcorn out the gun, yeah. it's, like, one quick, like, with, like, all of the popcorn going out. But then, like, in the other shots, they need to show how far of a distance it's gone. So it just kind of seems like the popcorn is following them for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, very good. You're just heat-seeking popcorn. 
That is what it looks like, yes. Yeah. So, um, and then, this is so good. This is probably one of my favorite, like, little gags in the whole movie. There, a second clown shows up, and he takes out some, like, like, uh, like, makes some, like, balloon art, and he makes a balloon animal, a little dog, and he, they yeah. use it as a tracking dog, and I just fucking lost that it. That is so it's good. It's so good. I did also write down that I didn't realize that he was making a dog at first and thought he was making a balloon AK-47. <laughs> we need more artillery. Especially, like, when the other clown looked at him kind of vaguely disappointed. <laughs> um, so Mike and Deb uh, run for the car. They they get there, but the, the clowns are still in hot pursuit. So Mike takes the car, and he just fucking mows down some clowns, which honestly seems to be Mike's, like, first strategy in this movie. Like, just yeah. run over some clowns, which isn't bad, you know? I mean, like, yeah, you got a car, you got a clown, if you don't have anything else in front of you, you might as yeah, well. Yeah, just go for it, dude. I'm not saying you should run over clowns in real yeah. life if you see them. <laughs> Um, but in this case, it's socially acceptable. Yes, yeah, so Deb immediately wants to go tell the cops, because apparently she's got uh, a buddy who's a cop, so she thinks that, you know, th- they'll they'll believe them. He'll, he'll surely believe the clown. Yeah, of course. Stuff. Um, and, uh, unfortunately they have now led the clowns right towards, uh, Crescent Cove, because I guess before they're, like, on the outskirts of town, you know? Yeah, and there's a great shot of all of the clowns just kind of slowly walking down yeah, the road. Yeah, just kind of waddling. Um, I wrote again, the soundtrack rocks. So good. Oh, yeah. Um, so they tell Dave, who apparently is Deb's friend, who she mentioned, because it, obviously it wasn't going to be Mooney. Um, he's surprisingly understanding. He's like, okay, yeah, this is weird as fuck, but I'll hear you guys out, I guess. Um, meanwhile, clowns, they are in town. <laughs> They've arrived. Meanwhile, clowns. Yeah. Meanwhile, clowns. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's this whole movie. There's a lot of little moments where there's, like, vignettes that are just kind of like the clowns yeah. doing a thing so that we can see some more kills happen. It's great. I, um, I, I'm, I'm sorry I keep referring to my notes. That, that I just kind of oh, go for it. Wrote, jotted down. Um, this one says, Clown in drugstore. Me when Homestuck horns won't stay on wig at con, so I go fumbling through the hotel convenience store for bobby pins. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> I knew, I loved that scene, and I, I feel like deep down I knew it reminded me of something. It's because I've sent a screenshot of it, yeah. or a picture of it or something, to the group chat once. Also, the scene of when... Mooney is putting the clown in jail. (laughs) No, but, like, also, also that, just in general, like, yeah, that is, that's the feeling that I get from that scene. It's, like, going to the convenient, like, the 7-Eleven in full cosplay. Yeah, that's, that's. But it's, like, if you went, it's, like, if you went to a 7-Eleven that was, like, a couple blocks away from a con and they're, like, what, huh? Like, not the one that's, like, right next to the con, but the ones that are just downwind. So, um, yeah, so they, they try and explain this whole thing to Dave, um, and Mooney is nearby, and obviously, like, he's just a total dick about it. Um, he even says that, like, oh, I was there, and I, I didn't see any of this shit, which, like, beginning of the movie, I did not see you 
drive on by there, bro. So he also calls Deb a, a tramp just out of nowhere. Yeah, no, the, like yeah, okay. he sucks. He sucks. So he yeah. sucks. I'm pretty sure he's he deserved to get clowned. I'm pretty sure he's fucking lying that he was there because I did not like. Mm-mm. No. Um. Also, I wrote down love triangle. Uh oh. Um. Because like. As soon as Dave hears that Mike and Deb are, like, they've gone to Smooch Town or whatever, he's like, hmm, okay. Um, (laughs) so Mooney thinks that this is all a prank from Mike, um, that the Terenzi brothers put him up to, the ice cream bros, that this is, like, a a stunt. Because they're clown Yeah, exactly. That this is a way for them to try and sell more ice cream, which is, I mean, Sure. Sure, I guess. Like, that... I mean, that's some yeah. way to sell ice cream. And yeah. then we we cut to um, a, a gazebo puppet show, which... About sexual yeah, harassment. Yeah, I've, I've titled it The Consequences of Sexual Harassment, because it's just like a a guy, a little guy puppet. A guy clown. Yeah, a little guy clown puppet harassing a little girl clown puppet until she takes a big hammer and just bashes him in with it. Incorrect. She pulls out a gun. Oh, right. Well, I thought she bashed him with it first and then she pulls out a gun to the the guy who's watching. Or is it just the gun both times? It's the gun. I think it's just the gun both times. Because I remember thinking it vaporized the puppet, but it put him in a cocoon. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. But like, also the cl- the clown the puppet is holding the gun, yeah. and there's this really great little shot where the clown just slowly turns to look at the guy while holding the gun. Yeah, and then the the the, the clown who's holding it just slowly stands up, and uh, yeah, and then the the guy who was watching the puppet show just gets fucking he gets cocooned. Yeah. Also, I like that he just walked up to this, this, there, he walked into the gazebo and there was just a random puppet show going on. He was like, hell yeah. Like, he was really into it. Honestly, me too. Um, so we cut back to the, the main trio in the car. Um, of course we find out that, uh, Dave and Deb used to date and that's what all this weird tension is about. Um, and I gotta say, he's kind of a possessive dickhole at first. You know? Yeah. Because he's really rude to Mike. And he's immediately like, I gotta drive you home. And you gotta go home. And you can't come with us to go see the clowns or whatever. You can't sit yeah. with us. Um, yeah. And then we cut to another little vignette. Which is a clown pizza delivery. I am... I could... I get that it's a it's a horror movie and like people have to be not super yeah. scared of the clowns for these things to work. But like if I opened my door and saw that <laughs> clown, it would have I would burst into tears. Even as a person who loves, I clowns. would start. Cr- I would start shrieking. I would pass <laughs> out. And but her reaction is just, oh, pizza, and then she gets fucking. She gets fucking. She gets cocooned. Yeah, but there's so many people who see these terrifying yeah. clowns. And not once is anyone like, uh, those are really weird yeah, looking. Yeah, no, and they are really weird looking. They're scary looking clowns. They're especially the ones that are like nine feet tall. And people are like, yeah, this, this is just is a fine. clown. 
Um, so yeah, Dave drives Debbie home, um, and she promises Mike that she'll stay safe at home. She won't go follow, because originally her plan was she was like, I'm gonna go follow you guys. And then Mike is like, no, no, I'm worried about you. And so she's like, okay, I'll stay home. Um, so Dave and Mike go to look for the tent, and of course now it's gone. So. The clowns are yeah, on the clowns run. are on the run. They, they took the circus with them. Um, and Dave decides, enough of this tomfoolery, you're, you're under arrest. Um, and he cuffs them. So then we go for and the- another vignette, which I think is one of my favorite scenes in this movie. <laughs> there are several. I'm not going to know which one. Well, yeah. Okay. So this is you this say is which vignette. Uh, there's a, there's a biker gang. <laughs> yes, yeah, that one. And, oh, I love that and, one. Uh, uh, Shorty the clown comes on up, which is one of the the few clowns that I know the name of because he's the short one. He's the little guy. He's a little guy. He comes up on his little clown yeah. bike, and then um, the the bikers are all like, "Oh, is that is that your bike, little man? Oh, can I honk the horn?" And then they destroy the fucking. He bike. says, "Like, can I beep yeah. the horn?" And he's very excited to let the guy beep the horn. And then he horn. fucking smashes the bike. He's sm- and it's so sad. Um. So yeah, and, and so Shorty grabs some boxing gloves and. And yeah, and he fucks him up. He he pops him one right in the head, and it, it blows his fucking head off. He pops yeah, his head his off. Yeah, his head lands in the dumpster where it belongs. Um, I do have written down. You mess with the clown, you get the shoes. <laughs> I I wrote that. Um, Shorty punches his head off. Well deserved. Yeah. Like that. That whole scene is the only time I agree with yeah, the clowns. Yeah, no, those... Fuck that guy. He was so happy to be showing off his little bike, and then everyone makes fun of him and then breaks it. Honestly, Shorty did nothing wrong. Um, He's just a little guy, and it's his birthday. He's just a little guy, and it's his birthday. So, uh, then I wrote, Return of Big Top Burger, because we go back to Big Top. Um... Which is just for, like, a really short scene that honestly doesn't need to be there, I think, where, like, a clown tries to lure away a child, and her mom catches her, so it's like, it's fine, the child's okay. And, again, I was afraid of regular-looking clowns when I was that age. There is no way in hell this kid would see that giant clown outside and be like, oh, that's a friend. Yeah, I, I do like the way that they do that scene, though, because as she starts to walk away from the table and towards the clown, they cut out all the sound effects, and you just hear the music as she's, like, slowly walking towards the clown. Yeah. Like, it is well done. It's just, I'm kind of oh, like- no, it's great. It's just that I would be terrified again. Yeah. And like I said, like, what's the point? Because all the other vignettes end in someone dying, and this one is just like, okay. And I don't think we ever go back to those people. Big Top Burger is the only safe zone. Yeah, so, um, I I guess in going back to town, uh, Dave and Mike drive through, um, Make Out Point again, and they find multiple abandoned cars there, and, uh, Dave gets out, and at first he finds what looks to be cobwebs on one of the cars, but then we realize. It's cotton candy. Yes, cotton candy, bro. Um, 
And so he opens up the car. And holy shit, there is so much cotton candy on the inside of this car. Like, honestly, I can't get over how many cars they just fucking, like, destroyed for this movie. Yeah. Like, uh, at first, I was like, they totaled two cars for this movie. Like, I think they totaled three, actually, upon rethinking it. And then also they filled the inside of this car with, like, cotton candy goop, whatever their their prop was. There were a lot of vehicle stunts in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, I was really surprised. Um, so, um, yeah, so Dave sees a bunch of cotton candy on the inside of this car, and he just goes to the back, and he, like, he's like, get out of the car, you are right, okay, this is fucked up. Um, and Mike... Mike uh, apparently knew the the guy who was in that car, and he's just like, I really love the line where he's just like, they got him. He's dead. I he's love that like, line, too. They're just like, they he's got so, him. He's, he's dead. He's just so matter-of-fact about it. Um, so Mooney starts getting calls about these these goddamn clowns, um, and he, he still thinks that this is a prank, and now they've got the whole town in on it, and they're just trying to pull one over on him specifically. Like, dude. Like, you're not that important at this point. Yeah. Also, like, this man would not have survived through the 2016 clown sightings. I'm yeah, sorry. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking of through all these Mooney scenes. Like, what would this man have done during that period of time? The, the same thing he's doing right now, surely. Um, he also goes, um, I'd shoot them all. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, they're like, cl- like first of all, you don't believe what's going on with, with the clowns. Second of all, your first reaction to supposed clowns, if you think they're just regular, should not be to shoot them. Yeah, th- this comes back up later. Um, then we get another really good vignette. This one is fucking fantastic as well. Um, invisible clown car. I, I just, mm, it's so good. It's really good. Um, the, the, the effects on the scene aren't that bad. Like, they're pretty good, except for the first shot where he comes, like, speeding down next to, I was like, that is very obviously not supposed to be, like, that clown who's just floating is obviously not supposed to be there, but it's great. I rewatched <laughs> that shot, like, three times. It was so funny. Um, and the dude who's in the car... His lines are very obviously dubbed over. Yeah. And I love it so much. His lips do not match what he's saying at all. There's a couple of other times in the movie where that happens. Like, the Terenzi brothers have some of that during the beginning. But this guy specifically, oh, it was killing me. He just... Like, he must have just not had a big enough reaction to what they wanted. So they just, like... Dubbed over a guy going like, oh, oh god, oh god, oh no, oh my god, like. It's really good. It's really good. Um, and then the, the clown, the invisible car, which, by the way, the car's invisible, the headlights are not. You can just see two bright headlights in front of him, which I love. Um, so he, he just rams his invisible clown car into this guy until he goes hurtling off a cliff. And I didn't, I expected it to just be like, 
oh, the car kind of, like, veers off screen, and then that's all you see of it, and we, like, hear a crash or something. No. No. He's dead. We, we get to see this car fucking plow off of a cliff and land, like, like headlights first. They, like they I, got they, him. Yeah, they, he's they dead. Fucking, they totaled cars for this movie. I need to see what the budget for this movie was now. I think it was like two million dollars. It was Which two is, million dollars. Yeah, it was. It was like it's a it's a small budget for a movie, which is like. That's one of those things where, like, obviously I know nothing about filmmaking, but it's, like, ridiculous to me that, like, a million dollars is a very small budget. Like, that's a ludicrously small budget for a movie. This is like when we went and looked at the, um, the budget for Velocipaster. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it just... A million dollars is so much money! How is it, like, no money when it comes to a movie, you know? It's like... yeah. How are movies so expensive? Like, I get it. Like, I mean, obviously they'd be expensive, but it just blows my mind how expensive they actually are. Um. Anyways, so, um, then we cut to Debbie. She's getting ready to, to shower. Um, and we see that beneath her, the popcorn that was still in her clothes that was coming off on the floor... It's, it's fucking, it's moving. I don't know why, but the, when the popcorn is moving, it's, it's really kind of, to me. Yeah. And, like, the popcorn, like, kind of, like, slides around like a little caterpillar on the floor. Yeah, I didn't, it's, ugh. It's a really good effect. It just makes me kind of. Yeah. So, um, then we, we have a little, another little vignette where we see, um, a, a clown who's sprinkling some popcorn in the dumpster. Now, this one I like, too, because this kind of, like, it's put there very intentionally to let us know even more that, like, something's up with this popcorn, you know? Popcorn um, has multiple uses in this. Yeah, so he sprinkles some popcorn in the dumpster um, behind Big Top Burger, um, and an employee comes out and hears the dumpster, like, chirping, and he's like, what the fuck? So he, he opens up the dumpster and peeks inside and just gets pulled in and we hear him, like, screaming, so. It's, it's, it's a scare. One thing that I thought about with this movie is that it's not scary to me now, mm -hmm. but if I saw this movie when I was a kid, I would have been terrified. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, this is one of those, like, scary movies that's like, not, it's not really scary. But if you showed it to a kid, they'd be fucking crying. For sure. Where there, there is, like, scary movies that are, like, kind of the opposite, where, like, I don't think a kid would be that bothered by it, but, like, adults, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, so Dave apologizes to Mike about being a dick, but then he's still kind of a dick about it, because <laughs> he says to Mike, well, it's obvious Deb goes for laughs, not stability. Yeah, that- Dude! That was the, the best kill in this whole movie. <laughs> Um, like I said, like I said, this is the point where I, like, still hated Dave. By the end of the movie, I'm cool with Dave. Um. I'm so, indifferent about Dave and I always will be. Well, I'll explain why I like, uh, well, I'm not even like, but I'll explain it. Um, so, 
Then we get uh, one more vignette, which this time does get integrated into the main plot where Dave and Mike, like, drive in on this scene. Um, where one puppet is making, like, shadow puppets for a group of, of people who are just like, oh, ha ha ha! Not at all creeped out by this giant clown. Yeah. And these are elderly people. Yeah. Um, and there's one part where he makes, like, Washington's boat to Delaware. Yeah. Like, that's... And you can hear like, someone yeah. in the background go, George Washington! <laughs> I did not hear that! Oh, it's very good, though. <laughs> um... So, yeah, Dave and Mike end up seeing this guy, and, like, Mike is immediately, like, he's like, get him, Dave, kill him! No, he's like, he's like, shoot him, kill him! But he, Dave waits Dave too is long. like, what? Yeah, Dave waits too long to do anything, because, like, he's like, well, yeah, we see these clowns, I don't know that this clown is gonna, like, I'm not gonna shoot this innocent clown, right? <laughs> um... And then he, the clown makes a giant T-Rex shadow puppet, and it eats all the people. So. And I bet Dave felt really stupid. Then. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Mike gives in to his instincts once again, and just mows this clown down. <laughs> he, ta- he grabs a hold of the steering wheel, like, moves his foot over to the gas pedal, and just mows this clown down. Except the clown, this time, does not get mowed down. Because he just, like... He just, he, zoom, he's gone. Yeah, he just, like, whoops, straight he into the air. He just takes off. Yeah, he just takes off like a rocket ship. Um. And they're like, where did the clown go? Where did he go? And he just flew away. And, like, I didn't, re- I couldn't remember what happened. Because I have seen this movie before. Yeah, yeah. But I my, my head was thinking about all the possible horror movie tropes that could happen. And in one of the the possible outcomes I thought that could happen would be as they drive away, you just slowly see the clown rise up in the backseat. Oh my god. That would have been really good. Um, so they get back to the police station. Dave is trying to explain the situation to Mooney. Doesn't even believe Dave. Like, I, I think it's established early on that, like, Mooney doesn't take Dave seriously. And he's like, he's... I, like, I feel like Dave's kind of got this, like, oh, you, like, young people, fucking millennials mindset. Although they wouldn't be millennials, because it's the 80s, but, you know. You clown apologists. <laughs> you fucking clown apologists. Um, there's, there's also some weird thing. I, he mentioned something about, um, about Dave going to, like, the academy or something. Oh, and yeah, I was like, yeah. aren't. Aren't all police officers supposed to do that? Yeah, I, God, I if if Moody, if this movie took place in modern times, God, can you imagine Mooney's Twitter account? Oh my God! Oh Jesus! Like he would be I a Trump supporter. You know what? I don't think he's really a cop. I think he just walked in one day and was like, <laughs> "I work here." Oh no! Um, so return of the ice cream truck also. Um, so we, we see the, the Terenzi brothers ice cream truck and Mike decides to get out of the police car to go follow it. This is Davis returns to the police car by this point. So he's like, I'm going to go dip. I'm going to go with the bros to make sure that like, they're okay. You, I, you go do your thing. I forget what he tells Dave to do, but like, whatever. Take Uh, a chance, do your dance at the space jam. So, he, he finds the, the bros, and they crash their truck into a wall. Um, it's still, it's fine. 
It's okay. It's but they fine. did but they did crash into a wall. Um and they haven't even heard about the clowns. They haven't even heard about the clowns. They Ash. haven't even heard about the clowns. Can like you believe it? No. In this economy? <laughs> so he convinces um Rich and Paul to take him to Debbie with a, a very good lie. Um <laughs> Which is that uh, Deb has two beautiful roommates with big tits. Um, Apparently that line, which I'm pretty sure is intended to be a lie, has sparked this whole theory that the the two clown women they meet later are actually Deb's roommates that have been turned into clown women. There's no, no, that's absolutely a lie. (laughs) They also, they're like, do they like ice cream? And he's like, they love it. They love ice cream. Let's just fucking go. <laughs> like, I love Mike's line delivery in this whole movie. It's so good. It's really good. Um, so Mooney is now just letting the phones run. Like, he's not even answering them. He's just like, ha, everybody thinks they can fool me. Well, fuck you. Um. Clowns aren't real. Clowns aren't real. Um, and then enter a clown. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Clown walks in. Um, I believe this clown one is- Clown walks into a bar. Yeah, I believe this one is Jumbo, who's kind of like the, the, like, leader clown for most of the movie. Um, and he, he got, he's got this spray flower, and he sprays Mooney right in the face. Well deserved. Um, well deserved. So then, Mooney's like, alright, the hand's behind your back, hand's behind your back, and he tries to cuff this fucking clown. He arrests the clown and yeah. puts him in jail for well, being a bad clown. Yeah, but also there, there he he puts the cuffs on the clown and the clown's hands just like pop right off, <laughs> which is great. Um, and the clown like waddles away into like the jail cell area, um, and then Mooney like shoves him in the the jail cell, um, and the clown pulls out a noisemaker. He shoves him in the same jail cell as the two grunge kids, by the way. Yeah. Um, and he takes out a noisemaker, and he, he, and it, it goes through the bars, and it basically is like, it's like, becomes like a hand at the end almost, like a clawed hand, and it just like wraps itself around Mooney's neck. It just chokes him. Yeah, and slams his head into the bars. I know those aren't called noisemakers, but I can't for the life of me think of what they're called. Yeah. Um, I have to look into this now. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, Mooney's dead, and the grunge guys don't give a shit at all. In looking for it, I found Rainbow Among Us straws. Good. Um, yeah, the, the, the grunge guys don't give a shit. They're just like, well, dude, what are you in for? You know? Um, and so Dave returns to the station Shortly afterwards. Um, there's some big old clown footprints inside. Not a good sign. All over the walls. Yeah. Well, yeah, it starts on the floor, and then he, like, walks into, like, the, the area with the, like, holding cells, and then they're, like, all over the walls everywhere. And he looks inside of one of the holding cells, and there's two cotton candy cocoons in there. Which means... They got got. They, the grunge guys are dead. I have important news on um on the noisemaker discourse. Yes. Um. So they are all they are called noisemakers, but they're also called party horns, party blowers, party pipe, party elephant, 
party blowout, party noisemaker, party whistle, to-do-da, noise popper, birthday kazoo. <laughs> I'm into birthday kazoo, honestly. There is also a sound... On the Wikipedia page, there's a sound so you know what it sounds like. So yeah, the the grunge boys are dead. Um, and when Dave walks back into like the the main police station room, um, Jumbo is waiting. He's there. He's been waiting He's this waiting. whole time. Something about Jumbo is waiting is really funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he's got the a clown moony was coming puppet. from inside the house. He's got a Mooney puppet. That's my favorite meaning kind of is, puppet. Meaning he is controlling Mooney like a puppet. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like put like like puppet makeup on him, and he's got his hand in like the back of him, and is controlling him like a puppet. Um, which I uh, like. It's like dead silence. Yeah, dead silence. Spoilers. Yeah, and I. I love that this is the first time that the clowns communicate with, like, language. Um, it's through him controlling this Mooney puppet, where the, the puppet just goes, Don't worry, Dave. We just want to kill ya. Yeah. It, it's great. It's, fuck, it's fucking creepy that that's the first thing that we hear any of the clowns say. Um, which, other than this, and, like, one point in a scene later, this is the only time that the clowns talk. And they... Seem to only talk by mimicking other people's voices. Yeah. So, like, which is concerning. Yeah. Um, and this is where I start to be more okay with Dave because he just he takes out his gun and he gets some fucking shots off on this clown. He is. He did not come to mess. Around. <laughs> he did not. Um, and at first it looks like the shots aren't really doing anything. Like he's just shooting this clown in the chest, and the clown. It, like, staggers a little, but, you know, just keeps coming. And then eventually, he aims one right for the middle of this clown's head and gets him right in the nose. And this- And that does it. Yeah, the, the first the nose explodes into a bunch of glitter, and then the clown spins around real fast and just explodes. <laughs> it's a really good death. The, like, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna go, you might as well go out with a bang. You, th- you think a lot of the deaths in this are, like, the ideal way to go? Yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna go, I might as well, you know? At least this way's fun. At least, <laughs> it, you know? Um, so, Dave is able to call for backup on the, uh, like, microphone, uh, no, like, on the radio in there. Um, and... He, he calls for backup, and the dude is kind of like, okay, okay, this is, like, kind of like Dave's first reaction, you know, to the whole thing, where he's like, this is kind of weird, but all right. Um, <laughs> and I kind of thought, like, oh, these dudes are, like, they're just saying they're gonna show up, and they actually aren't going to, like, but no, they show up at the end of the movie. So, cool. Cool. They're better cops than movie yeah. was. Um... So while uh, Mike is driving around with the with the bros, um, they aren't taking Mike seriously at all about the clowns because they still don't know about the clowns. Um, they don't even know about the clowns. They don't even know about the clowns. And then they run straight into a giant clown parade. I do love the clown parade. The clown parade is so good. This is another 
like, I think this counts kind of as, like, set design. They have, like, a giant parade float that they're, they're running around. That's also a vacuum cleaner. Like, it's, it's got, like, a giant vacuum spout. And they're using it to, like, suck up all the, the cotton candy cocoons on the street and take it back to their, you know, the cocoon chamber. The, the clown zone. Yeah. To take it back to clown town. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say about that scene other than it's just, like, fucking incredible. There's, like, you know, like, confetti being strewn everywhere, streamers. There's clowns fucking, like, chucking cotton candy cocoons out of windows. It's great. It's great. I would love to be there. Um, <laughs> I mean, you'd be dead. Looks like a party. Look, if I were in Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I would simply dress up as a clown. You know? Just become one of them. <laughs> if you can't beat him for <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, then we finally get back to Deb, who's been taking the longest shower in the world. <laughs> like... Like, how many pages of notes did I have, like, in between when Deb first took a shower? Okay. I have, like, yeah, I- Okay, it's only, like, two pages of notes, but it feels like a really fucking long time that she's in the shower. You took way more notes than I did, because I- At this point, I had stopped, like, taking a lot of notes, and I was just kind of hanging out and watching the movie. And the notes that I had taken are- Let's see. Uh, Don't love the living popcorn and then bathroom clowns are very unsettling to me. And one of those is from when she first got in the shower and then the second one is from when she got out of the shower. So I took no notes in between all of that. Um, So Deb's out of the shower and then a bunch of like baby clowns fucking jump out of her like laundry basket and the medicine cabinet. These things freak me out. Yeah, they're, like, they're not, like, what you would think of when I say baby clowns, but, like, I think this is supposed to be, like, the killer clowns in their infant form. At least that's my head. I think, I think the best way to describe it is, um, clowns in their larval state. Yeah. They're, like, they're, like, the, uh, like a jack-in-the-box sort of deal. Imagine a snake, but if the snake's head was a clown. Yeah. So it's, it's, like, what pops out of a jack-in-the-box, except it's fucking terrifying. Um, so it's just, like, a head with, like, a little, like, zigzaggy larval body. Um, so, um, yeah, and Deb, no hesitation, grabs her fucking hairspray and just hairsprays some of these guys to death. Um, great job. Uh, so she, she, uh, also, I think, like, knocks something over on top of the other clowns. I think she, like, knocks over the laundry basket and then, like, throws a towel on them to escape. Yeah. This is where I wrote Deb is the the greatest of all time. Yeah. She's she's pretty good. Um, but she's in a bad situation because um, it, her house is surrounded. Surrounded by clowns. She gets clowned. And she get yeah, she gets clowned. She gets got. Um, uh, also worth mentioning in here that this is the only other time that the clowns talk because one of the clowns pretends to be Mike in front of her house. Where, like... Okay, sure, I guess. Um, so she she gets uh, got, but instead of getting cocooned, she gets ballooned. So she gets put inside a giant balloon, and she's still alive. She's just in a balloon. 
Yeah, I don't know why the clowns decided to keep her alive. See, that's the thing. I was I was wondering that myself because earlier there's another guy who's calling the police that's like, hello, cops, the clowns put my wife in a balloon. Yeah. Uh, and there are other balloons in the thing too. And in looking into that, that's when people online were like, oh, they the clowns take steal women and make them into lady clowns. And that's why they're in the balloon. And that's why, and that's why some people think that the two lady clowns were Dev's roommates, but I don't think she has roommates. Yeah, I don't think the roommates are actually a thing. And like, I, I don't know, because like when they finally get Dev out of the balloon, she says that she was like suffocating to death in there. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe for them, the balloons are just like a slow cooker. It could be. The other theory I saw was um, the balloons are to keep food for baby clowns oh okay that's interesting um i don't know it doesn't make any sense to me yeah i i don't know if there's supposed to be a real reason behind it. it's a fucking clown movie okay it's a clown movie she's in a balloon yeah um then i wrote here mike and the bros witness a kidnapping um which is deb's um so there's like a, a clown in front of her her house tying the balloon to the back of a clown car <laughs> Um, so they, they follow after the clown car, and then they drive past Dave's police car while this is happening, and Dave sees the, the ice cream truck and follows in fucking hot pursuit, so we have, like, a three, a three-way car chase going on. Um, but the, the Terenzi brothers freak out because they see that a cop is following them and they stop suddenly and Dave fucking plows his car into the back of the ice cream truck. <laughs> um, which mainly just goes badly for Dave. This ice cream truck can take a lot of damage. The ice cream truck survives a lot. The ice yeah. cream truck survives longer than a lot of the characters. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah. So then, then Dave runs in. To, uh, to get him because now he needs a ride because they fucking destroyed his police car. Um, and now Dave's driving the, the ice cream truck. Great. Love it. Um, <laughs> there's this, they pull back on the camera and they're like, well, where are we going? And then it's like obviously dubbed over lines where Dave's like, well, where would you go if you were a clown? And they were like, <laughs> the amusement park. Yeah. That's Never been mentioned before, but you can just see an amusement park in the distance, and I with just... the clown ship in it. Yeah, with just the giant big tops there, and I'm just losing my mind. Um, I just love the where would you go if you were a clown? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then there's a like a security guard in front of the the amusement park area. Um. And the, the clown car pulls up, and one of the clowns steps out, and he's just like, Hey, w what are you doing here? I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. The amusement park's closed. And then, of course, the it's a clown car. Like, what do you Multiple think Multiple clowns get out. Yeah, more clowns And they clown him to death. <laughs> That's how everyone dies in this movie. They, just, they get clowned. Um, yeah, they throw a bunch of cream pies at him. That are apparently acid. Yeah, because he fucking melts. He melts. They're also listed on the Killer Clowns wiki as acid pies. Incredible. Um, I do have written in my notes, maybe mention Clown Workshop. What? 
I think so. This is I. This isn't really a, a deep well of content, other than the fact that it reminded me I saw a TikTok about a clown acting workshop about the secrets behind throwing pies. Incredible. And I don't know if clown secrets are like magician secrets or like I shouldn't reveal the behind mm-hmm. the scenes of throwing yeah. a pie at someone. Your mom has suggested to you multiple times that you go to clown school. Multiple times. Yes. She's very Dead supportive serious. of your of your clown appreciation. Literally out of nowhere she'll be like, you should go to clown college. And I'm like, mother! <laughs> so yeah, everybody goes on into the fun house. First the clowns go in, and then... Dave and Mike and the Trenzy brothers go on in, um, and <laughs> after they go in to the fucking fun house, they start talking just straight up conspiracy theories, which, like, legitimately Dave's idea, not Dave's idea, Mike's idea is like, what if our idea of clowns comes from ancient astronauts? Who saw these clown creatures, and then over the years, we reinterpreted it into our concept of clowns, forgetting that they were a real alien species. And I'm like, Dave, what the f- Mike, sorry, what the fuck? I mean, like, the more I'm thinking about it, I just- I'm- I'm at a loss for yeah, He just comes up with this shit out of nowhere, like- um, also the Terenzi brothers still fucking around, just pushing random buttons on the wall, you know. Um, and then they fall into a giant ball pit. With the sexy clown ladies. Yeah, with the big bitty clowns. One um, of them has the ability to inflate boob like balloon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I also love how they, they see that they've disappeared and Mike's just like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They do this shit all the time. Just leave them there. Um, like, dude, those are your friends. Didn't you One say thing these- I'm mad about is that the, um, I, th- I think it's dumb that the lady clowns don't get good clown names. Their names are Rosebud and Daisy. Yeah, um, those are just, those are just names. Uh, one thing I think would be funny is since, you know, with clowns, there's like, the, the name theme of like, you know, oh, it's, it's Bippo, it's Jumbo, it's- yeah. It's whatever. I think they could have named one of the lady clowns Bimbo, and that would have been hilarious. Oh my god, wait. Bimbo and Titty. Yes! <laughs> the, we just came up with better but names it for those like, clowns. It's spelled like T-I-T-I. Yes, yes. Um, and they, they, Oh, I gotta, I gotta draw. They, <laughs> I gotta draw pretty lady clowns that go by Bimbo and Titty. So they ask these, these big titty clowns, by the way, they just go, are you Debbie's roommates? Which I guess and is where that theory comes from. No, literally half of their wiki page is mutated human women? No! Um, Here, this, one theory is based on the fact that Rich and Paul were kissed wildly by the female killer clowns, implying that they want to be impregnated to reproduce killer clown offspring and or the male killer clowns were creating sex slaves. I don't think that that... Like I said, I think that the... the I think that the popcorn guns produce baby clowns. Like, I think that that's what the popcorn guns are. I think that- Interestingly, yeah. unlike male clowns, in all of this, the um, the clown is spelled with a K. Yes. Uh, they seem to have no interest in harming humans. Perhaps they were less violent or just wanted men. 
It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. Um, this movie is ripe with lore that we will never truly Apparently understand. Apparently it is. Yeah. I'm surprised there hasn't been a remake. They Apparently they've been trying to make a sequel for a long time and it's just like, it's never, it's never worked out. It is kind of a rough thing to follow up on. Yeah. So, um, Dave and Mike find the cocoon room again. Um, they're looking for the balloon, the yellow balloon that, um, Deb is in. Um, and a clown comes in, and I wrote, motherfucker shaped like a ripe pear, because he is. <laughs> the truth. Um, and then following that I wrote, ew, what the fuck, because he sticks a, a curly straw into one of the fucking cocoons and just start sipping blood out of this thing okay the first thing i did when i saw that scene was i immediately went on google and looked up killer clown straw they don't make those straws we are two very different people (laughs) um so (laughs) i also wrote dave are you even concerned because every time they cut back to the two of them, Mike looks fucking horrified, and Dave looks like he's almost smiling in a couple of the shots. Like, <laughs> dude. Um, but yeah, that clown leaves eventually. Um, and then they hear Deb's voice and they find the balloon. Um, and Dave has the brilliant idea to shoot the balloon at like an angle. Like he shoots it so that like he's just barely hitting the balloon with the bullet, like just grazing it. So he can pop it without harming Deb. Um, honestly. It is a very tough balloon. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Mike's just trying to, like, punch this thing. And it's not doing nothing. <laughs> um, so yeah. And and Deb mentions that she, like, couldn't breathe and she was essentially suffocating to death in there. Can we backtrack to the Lady Clowns for one more second? Because I yes. had a joke I wrote down that I forgot to say. Yes. Uh, and then we could just jump forward. Um, sexy clowns get an extra hour in the ball pit. Let's move on. (laughs) Very good. Um, and this is the part of the movie where I just start going, like, all three of them should date. Like. (laughs) There's more pressing matters at the time. Okay, well, they're, they're pretty good together, I think. Um, and Dave has become the expert clown killer of the group, so they're, they're running through, like, crowds of clowns, and he's just, like, shooting off their noses. Um, also, there's a part where Dave is like, wait, if, if Deb was still alive in the balloon, there might be other people who are alive in balloons, and Deb and Mike are just like, no, fuck it, forget about them, and Dave's like, well, all right. And they yeah, run- he, he drops that idea really fast. It just seems like they just threw that line in there because somebody was gonna, like, audience members were probably gonna point it out, and they were like, well, our explanation is, uh, fuck that. Wait, there might be more people alive in there! Dave, shut up! Okay! (laughs) So they go, they go down a, a pole, um, like a fireman's pole, um, and also there's just, like, some random monster at the bottom of this pole, like- down further. It's never explained what this monster is. There's just a different monster that's not a clown. Cool. Um, and they're going through all the the funky sets. Um, there's a part where they have to just, like, there's, like, basically just, like, a bunch of balloons that they have to, like, sit, like, swim through, almost. Yeah. Um, and then there's the fantastic scene where, uh, they find a door, and behind that door is another door. (laughs) 
Pilot door's another door, and they keep on getting smaller. Um, and during that whole bit, um, Dave runs out of ammo. So, um, finally they get to the last door, and they all kind of, like, crawl through it. Um, and I- this is another moment where I'm like, okay, Deb's actually pretty cool, because she has the idea- because now the gun is basically useless. It's like a, a rifle or whatever. I don't know what it is. I don't know guns. It's a gun. Yeah, it's a big gun, though. But she she immediately is like, we're going to barricade this tiny go- door with the gun. And I'm like, that's a smart idea. Good job, Deb. Um, uh, but it doesn't matter because clowns are coming at them from all angles now. They're just in like a big... <laughs> Like, a big open room with, like, a giant platform in the middle. <laughs> um, so they climb up onto this this big platform, and the clowns are just coming at them from all sides. And, oh no, what are they gonna do? And then, a, then the ice cream truck fucking just plows through the wall. <laughs> I love the ice cream truck so much. It just plows through the wall, and you're like, okay, they're alive, cool, the lady clowns didn't kill them, and then you see a close-up on them, and they have giant lipstick marks all over your face, and you're like, Giant clown-sized lipstick marks. And you're like, what the fuck did they do with those clowns? What do you think they did with those they clowns, They fucked those Ash? clowns. They fucked those clowns. I'm leaving clowns. the podcast. But, Don't say it again. But what do you, like, you asked Don't me. Don't say it you again. You asked me. What do I think How? like. It was a rhetorical question. Okay. Well, um, so yeah, they, they bust through the wall and, um, they start talking on like the, the, the speaker being like, oh, we are your master, Jojo the Clown. Um, because that's what their ice cream truck is called, is like Jojo's ice cream or whatever. And it seems to stun the clowns for a second, until from the ceiling comes a giant marionette puppet clown, who apparently is the true Jojo the Clown, from what I've learned. Also known as Clownzilla. Yes. Um, and he- And is listed as their commander. And he comes in- and he just punches the shit out of this ice cream truck. <laughs> and this is this is finally enough to just the, for the ice cream truck to just be done. And the ice cream truck like he throws it to the side and the ice cream truck fucking explodes. The pyrotechnics on that thing are hilarious. It explodes. And Mike, I know you're really upset because your friends probably just died, but that that ice cream truck exploded and it was pretty sweet. Um so Dave decides to like sacrifice himself so that Mike and Deb can get out the character development. Mwah, we love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I wrote he gets picked up like a little boy. Um, <laughs> he gets but picked up like a little boy. He just gets picked up like he's a doll by this giant. Like he's clown. a little guy. Yeah. Um, and so Mike and Dev have gotten out at this point, and the pol- the the backup police has arrived, and so they're here with just like a swarm of like police officers, like at the edge of the amusement park, and they're watching this. They're watching the big top fucking take off into the sky. <laughs> It's, it's going. 
Um, and then Dave, he's held up right next to the clown's face, and he realizes he knows what he has to do. So he takes his fucking, like, shit, like, cop, sheriff's badge, whatever, he takes that off, and he uses the pin to just pop that clown's nose. It is a great, it is probably the greatest villain death I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great moment. Um, and, uh, that, that clown, that clown explodes. And he's so big that the whole goddamn tent explodes into a bunch of fireworks. So now I'm sad because I just realized that the lady clowns probably also died. Yeah, the lady clowns definitely also died. Um, so yeah, the, the, it, 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 yeah. Um, and then a clown car lands right in front of the group. It just like, boom. Um, and all the cops get their guns out because, oh shit, what if there's clowns in there? What if there's clowns in there? But the door slowly opens and you see a human hand grip the side of it. And it's Dave. He made it. I don't know how he got inside of that cloud car, but he made it. Um, and also the Trenzy brothers are there, I guess. Literally, and and Mike is like, didn't you die? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, and they're like, no, we hid in the fridge. That freezer? <laughs> that thing could be a panic bunker. That, that could be a bomb shelter. <laughs> like, that, you could, you would die. You, they should be dead. Yeah. Um, but also, when, when Dave pops out, immediately, like, Deb and Mike just go over and they have, like, a big group hug. And then, like, as uh, as the, the movie ends, like, Dave is, like, like rubbing Deb's shoulders and gives her, like, a kiss on the back of her head. And it's like, how am I supposed to interpret this other than all three of them are dating now? <laughs> like, they're in a polycule. And then they all get hit by pies, and that's the end of the movie. Assuming that they're, I mean, hopefully not the acid hopefully, pies. It's yeah. just pies just come down from the sky. Yeah. That's it. It, and then the movie ends. It's, it's a good stinger to end on. Yeah. So yeah. Um, fucking fantastic movie. I'm so glad I finally sat down and watched it. I'm glad that you had to watch it. It, it was really fun. I had a great time with it. Um, and I will definitely watch it again. So yeah. It's one of those movies that it's just a fun watch. It's, yeah, it was really fun. I just had a very fun time with it. Yeah, so Nat, where can people find you? Me? Yeah. Um, check your local circus and I will probably be there. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna have to figure out which one of the clowns she is. You'll so. never know. You'll never know. I wasn't expecting to put up any social media or anything. Does somebody want it or something? I don't know. I just ask everybody in case they want to. Um, um, yeah, no, you can't find me anywhere. I'm off the grid. <laughs> I only exist in the vacuum of this podcast. Good. As you should. Um, that sounded mean. <laughs> Thanks. I want you to exist in all aspects of life. No, I'm sorry. I'm just a little puppet for your little for your little circus over here. Okay. Yeah. Will you teach everybody about the consequences of sexual harassment? In puppet form, yes. Okay, good, good. That's all I need. Um, so yeah. Uh you can find me on a variety of social media under the name of Silky Wishes. I have most of them linked down 
in the episode description and in the podcast description. Um, you can also send any emails, questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, etc. to fearblisspod at gmail.com. I would appreciate it. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, tell your friends, you know, leave, leave us some good iTunes reviews, whatever. Please be nice on the internet. Be nice on the internet. We love that shit. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Um. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. I'm still thinking about Bimbo and Titty, I gotta be real. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh.